right, what's up, my sound hounds out there trying to get a whiff of the dopest beats, the illest flows, and the most magnetic personality in the game, baby. It's yours truly, the one, the only, the most compliant, humble rapper in the game. Guys, there's nobody quite like me. Nobody as humble as I. Nobody, uh, you know, as respectful of the legends as yours truly. And you know what that means? It's me. Y'all, y'all, that's you all twice over, capitalized, spaced, apostrophed. Maybe just even a... you know, the slightest bit of monogramming from uh, perhaps just the, the divot at the uh, the pivot between somewhere like your earlobe and some, I don't know what that part of your skull is, but it kind of just the skin wears really thin. Anyways, that's aside from the point. The point is you're listening to the greatest podcast of all time. Drop them. Hey, Squatchy, come on, drop them. This producer sucks. He's uh, put a picture of him on the Instagram and he's just not. Hey, Squatchy, drop it. Okay, <laughs> there we go. So anyways, um, what's up, y'all? How you doing? We had a very uh, unique guest, a uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for this conversation, y'all. I've been waiting to make the big announcement, and, you know, I've kind of been biting my tongue, and there ain't really much gristle left to get through when it comes to these old chompers and them old bones, if you know what I'm saying, because we got a real uh, rebel of the microphone here. We got a, a man sitting in the chair here who's Known to few, but known to many. And his essence is, you know, his strong desire to just find success. And uh, honestly, it, it's been uh, it's been ages, really. It seems like since uh, we got together, ladies and gentlemen, it is y'all, y'all. Yep, that's right. I'm the guest again, and I know you've been waiting for it. Let's be honest, I've been waiting for it too. Look, I love those guys, but uh, let's be real. This is my turf. This is what we do here. We uh. I mean, I love having guests, and I can't wait for the next one. I think I'm going to have my buddies Mark and Jack on next week, and, I mean, that's going to be a fully cooly dooly mistooly bully wooly 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 time that's really chilly and really fun. But there's very few things in life, like, uh, you know, when a solo podcaster kind of goes off to the prairie, perhaps for a uh, harvesting season of podcastery and whatnot, and eventually just comes back home to that old... That old calm studio with the walls lined with analog technology, just millions, maybe even billions of dollars funneled into creating these finite and seemingly worthless products that just degenerate for stretches of time and then regenerate value as markets, you know, just kind of pop up and go with the the flow of the old Grammy Gram. You know how the fads go down. The analog tech is up, baby. Uh, I got in a record collecting about a year ago. And honestly, I haven't regretted it in the slightest. I, I do. I, I'm not even comfortable saying how much. That's kind of like uh, people who, you know, don't want you to know they're rich. You know, like, you know, like you always had that crusty punk. And you're like, and in college, I was just, I mean, I was just living off the government, man. I was just on welfare in college, pretty much, you know, borrowed money. I'm still paying back. Of course, they use the grants up, but let's be real. Old Uncle Sam really ain't trying to pad your pockets too much for the celestial gift of birth, you know? God forbid. We all know we asked out here to be born. I mean, let's not act like, you know, let's not act like you live in a country where you didn't personally look into the future of where we're going to be, where we're going, and how it's all going to go up in a glorious bout of flames. And just think, dear Lord in heaven, if I'm in the primordial glue or goo or, you know, maybe I'm just somewhere in the, in the you know, up in the, you know, a sperm tube or a nut or whatever. I don't know where, you know, I didn't really pay attention to biology, but, but you know, good God knows that babies are somewhere up inside a half and half of, of you know, the bio- biological compounds. So what I'm saying is every once in a while, just feels good to be back, man. It just feels good to to be back. Uh, and honestly, this has been, I, I'm really, I'm putting a capstone on this summer, but uh, it's been the best summer of my life. And I think, you know, this podcast has a lot to do with it. I think, uh, you know, I've had this moment recently where I pretty much, you know, there's a calendar, you know, I had about two months off work. And uh, once I got back from uh, my trip from Denver, just part of me just had to make the music. I kind of mentally had uh, had blocked away this summer, but I mean, I've blocked away a lot of different times in my life to do a lot of different things. And here I sit with all the none of them pretty much. I mean, I've had a lot of accomplishments I'm really proud of. And uh, honestly, 
the way I talk like I did on this podcast is because I know it's as good as I say it is. And that's why you're here, right? That's why you're telling your people about it. And, you know, maybe that attitude of mine that, uh, you know, harnessing the old sun, uh, Leo, you know, gold energies just got you turning a little bit the other way. But that's okay, because honestly, when the album drops, I'll just reel you back in. <sighs> so what's up, y'all? What's up? It's ya boy! Coming live from the Hannelog Castle in Oak Island. Weighing in at significantly more when he won the weight loss competition. Hailing from Goldsboro. Wait. No, no. Hailing from Dudley, North Carolina. From the finest trailer parts of Genoa Road. It's yo, yo. I don't know, man. Just trying to get goofy with it, man. That's the thing about these microphones. They just capture energy. It's kind of my new philosophy. I think sound waves really, uh, really help get that through to me because i mean from an intellectual standpoint that's all it is right you know i mean i'm looking at it right now you know the waveform ups and downs depending on the uh, intensity of the the energy that this particular device seems to capture but as we all know just from living i mean you don't have to be a scientific mind and you don't have to be a total idiot to get it like myself right uh hey look if i can get anything y'all can get it twice as fast trust me i uh I've measured and I've even done control studies using lab mice, which eventually won over my feelings and got me fired because I had to break them out of the lab. But that's aside from the point, y'all. The point is I'm back, baby, and I'm here. And it kind of sucks that certain podcasters have to just be loser creeps. And I can't even say baby without thinking, man, should I edit that out? But you know what? I'm going to leave it in because this is just what it is. We're boothing, man. This is a freestyle-oriented podcast in which yours truly will pontificate maybe pick apart a puzzle maybe i'll be kind of like an architect trying to you know scheme up the uh the or trying to you know whoop de woo up the schematics so we can get the whole you know jigsaw puzzle going get the engine a flowing and get the grass a mowing because i ain't here to cut around but i ain't here to cut you down baby we're gonna elevate everybody on this episode of boothin and i'm gonna start off with the beautiful slightly arid, modestly humid, yet breezy and calming, spiritually rewarding mountain town of Boone, North Carolina. If you're from Boone, if you're one of the people I met, first of all, thank you. I don't know how else to say it. Thank you. I mean, I got a list here. I got to just pull it up. Because honestly, my my vacation ended in a way that was uh, just perfect. I don't know. It was just exactly, it was really exactly what I needed, you know? There's a difference between what we need and what we want, right? It's kind of like, uh, you know, when you're a kid. And the universe is kind of like our mom, right? Or both, or I don't know, whatever. You get what I'm saying. Anyways, when you're a kid, sure, a Sour Patch Kid's pretty dope. But honestly, man, you need some applesauce once in a while, or a banana, or, you know, maybe you need to pull off the old, you know, uh, 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 pull off the uh, the old udder, you know what I'm saying? But there's uh, there's just things that you need nutrients. Baby, don't know what vitamin C is, but you you find a baby with scurvy if you don't get any, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what happened to me. You know, I had this uh, there's this fine line. I, I was talking to uh, Edward from Self Help briefly with the old uh, you know, scurvy, furby, turby, turby, uh, Mister Robert. And I was talking about making plans. And, you know, some people are like, I'm not the type. But, you know, I, uh, I've i kind of become that old head now around, you know, if I got any friends that are in that, like, 24 to 28 demo, I'm just, I'm the old head. So I'm just like, hey, great things don't happen without great plans, you know. You think Karshim and I ended up at Lockin uh, almost immediately after Shikori with a dude we had barely known, and now he's one of our best friends. Shout out to Brantley without some epic planning happening. Now, sure, there was the spontaneous decision to actually buy the ticket. But, you know, again, all great things take planning. Look at a beautiful, even even a abstract art. Just look at a painting that looks like somebody just gave themselves an acrylic anima and just sprayed out while they were having their morning coffee and cigarette. You know what I'm saying? Just look at, and even that required preparation, right? They got to buy the paint. Got to buy the uh, accoutrements to 
get the uh, acrylia from one orifice to another. And naturally, you got to brew the coffee, buy the coffee. The coffee has to be made by someone. The whole corporation has to get a shipment of trucks running up and down the region so they can get you the coffee in the first place. And then we got to agree on how much an hour of your life is worth so we can give you a trivial amount of paper or numbers on a bank account just to make you feel as though you're not really grinding your gears down until you're just a smooth nub that falls out of the cog down the drain of life. No, what you need to do is just step back sometimes and let the machine do its work on you. Don't resist, man. That that uh that harsh that harsh resistant energy that uh need to control everything used to destroy my sense of being. My anxiety used to be through the roof because I was a micromanager at heart. It's probably why I hated my boss. My uh not my current boss. That dude's pretty chill. Um actually I got a couple bosses, but I don't have problems with them and I'm not just saying that because honestly, as you'll, you know, probably be able to tell over the course of my career and over the course of my life leading up to this podcast that I've been reflecting on, frankly, I've always been a real one and people have had problems with that. People have never, you know, that's the problem is when you get too, you know, and I don't mean alpha. This isn't any of that. I just mean I am what I am. And it's either I'm going to be me and it will make my life all that much better or and I try to be considerate of everyone. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to squelch my my fire, you know, what's in me. I'm not going to try and make it more palatable for people. I think, you know, there's there's benefits and, and disadvantages to that. But, you know, in a, a place like Boone just gets it man that's that's a a place full of people that just i don't know man the energy out there everybody was just vibing and when i say that i just mean everyone i met seemed to make some sort of art have a real cool side hustle and it wasn't just like you know yeah i like to like you know which i mean every type of art is art okay whatever like we get it i get it who I'm no Simon Cowell. I'm not the Richter scale of how, you know, fire a, a rap battle is. I can't rank people. I couldn't tell you if uh, B-Rabbit beat three pock at the end of uh, 8 Mile when he pulled his butt cheeks out. But I can tell you how it probably felt to stand in that room. And that feeling is all people are trying to gauge whenever they're making, you know, an assessment if something is really worth it for them. This weekend... I repeatedly met people who not only were trying to match my like workflow or my energy, but also they were bringing ideas that kind of modified the whole uh, momentum and turned it into something new. Um, so first of all, shout out to John from Self Help. Uh, he made the intro music. You just heard it. And um, and they're a fantastic band. They got a new uh, song called Whippets coming out next week. I'm going to try and play it on the podcast. I mean, I'm pretty sure since uh, self-help is half of the, the house band alongside them Zaddy Daddies from Exercise, I shouldn't have a beef with that, but uh, you'll be hearing that. And uh, just be sure to go ahead and subscribe to their uh, Spotify. All right. Let me get some water. I forget, you know, in the uh, in the conversational pods, you, uh, you, you know, other people are yakking. You can have a, a beverage or whatever. I guess I'll just pause right here real quick. Just a potty pod, baby. Let's go. It's booth him. <laughs> hey, Squatchy, do the drop on him, man. Right. Alright. Um, so yeah, these people in Boone are just animals. I don't know how else to put it, but honestly, they're my people. I feel like I feel like the mountains are just like the other half of kind of what I needed in this equation of Honestly, like I had this crazy idea that's really not that crazy. You know, when you're young, everything's just so crazy idea. Like, what if I owned property? Right? Yeah, what a crazy idea. I'm like 30. I'm 30 now, uh, officially. Um, thank you. And also, thank you for bearing with the sound quality of last week's episode. I apologize. Um, I want to have Tan back on. and I want to uh, do him justice. Um, at some point I'd love to maybe hop in, uh, the groovy groove mobile and just take a spin around town and, uh, kind of pick at his brains. Cause honestly, if you're, if you're talking about some stories that you just, I mean, you know, Theo Vaughn thinks he has stories, but it, I don't know, man, you know, groovy groove, he don't got stories. He just got truths, man. And when he drops on you, sometimes it's like an earworm and sometimes you just, 
sit up in the middle of the night, like farting in the bathtub, celestially speaking, and you just get a giggle. And what's that giggle from? I'll tell you what it's from, man. It's from Groovy Groove. Tan's a funny dude, too, but like, I think Tan is a lot more earnest. So, anyways, be sure to check out the Dead Strings EP by Tan Sanders and Chill Pills by Halen Sykes. Um, just, you know, looking up their names, you'll find it. Uh, and I've posted about them on socials and stuff. And, of course, I follow them if you want to search who uh, the Boothin underscore P-O-D Instagram. And, yes, that is a P-O-D fan Instagram strictly dedicated to um, unironic parodies of I Feel So Alive that were meant to be inspirational uh, TikToks. But, honestly, somehow the genre went a little askew. Um, there's a split between me and the the guy. So I had to make this pod. Just to show him that Booth ain't gonna be a pod. And of course, he's still out there uh, preaching the hard truths of, uh, you know, Christian new metal, which I respect. I mean, honestly, anyone who's willing to be a new metal musician is more of a, a human being than I am. I, I am too, there's too much of, uh, I don't even wanna say shame, cause I don't have shame, clearly. I've, I've told y'all so many stories. Yeah, like, here's something else I was gonna, I was gonna dedicate a whole episode to this, but I'll just throw it out there. I used to piss the bed. How about that? And you'll hear about it another day. And I'm sure if you're out there listening, you're a real sound hound. I'm sure sometimes you used to, you know, lay a little drippy drip down when you took a little nappy nap back in the day up to maybe, maybe the age of, I don't know, maybe 13, 13. Anyways, that's all aside from the point. And please make fun of me for it. That's kind of the whole point of this pod, man. I'm trying to build a platform of sound hounds, people who crave the highest fidelity audio to just tickle the doldrums somewhere in between their inner and outer ear it's all i want to do I, all i want to do is just give you slaps i mean is it really so hard to think that maybe i'm a little bit strange for having a podcast like this i don't know sometimes i look around and i really feel myself and other times i look around and i really really feel myself but on a day like today i mean this is it chief that's all i gotta say i literally sat in work today they're making me go in remote to do whatever. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't speak ill on my job since they keep my lights on. And I like my job. I like being a teacher. It just seems silly that since a lot of teachers just didn't do their job, it's not silly. It, it makes perfect sense because the education of our children matters, right? But since teachers couldn't do their job at home, uh, they got me going in there to use their equipment. Their equipment. I have... You know, literally, I'm just trying to think. I don't know, five, seven, fifty, eleven, fifty. Uh, I easily have fifteen hundred just invested in like the equipment and the plugins for this podcast that I use. And I'm gonna go have to use a laptop the government bought. Okay, the government bought. So the amount of money the government decided to use instead of you know blowing up people overseas uh and i'll say that on god first amendment say less chief but you know it's like these pennies they throw at the education system uh and i gotta go there and use that and yeah i could take my setup but let's be honest let's be honest it's a lot and so um it just feels funny to have to i mean you know the kids are doing work at home for at least 4.5 weeks i think that's a fair a very good decision and i think that's a short estimation that's just People are struggling, man. It's, it's This is unprecedented stuff. It's, uh, you got people, you know, you got people literally protesting. I mean, this is why, something, this is, I try not to get political, man. I, I'm really, but you know, it's, it's, it's that time of year. And I can't act like I care about the Olympics right now because they're not happening. I can't just distract people from, you know, uh, the weather and like all that crap. I just, I got to deal with politics. It's just everywhere. It's like, you know how there's people who hate cilantro, you know, and so they're like, they just never want to go eat Mexican food with you. Imagine being that person, like, you know, in an area, South America, Central America, let's just say Mexico. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to sound bad, but I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of cilantro in that food. So, I mean, that's like being an American right now, you know? And honestly, I've considered even starting a beef with a, with the UK, I mean, shoot, I got the Theo Vaughn beef brewing, the Brendan Shaw beef. I was thinking about just, you know, going to, you know, 
theoretically going to ideological war with England. I mean, why not, right? America gets dumped all over, and for great reason. For great reason. I mean, look around and smell the asphalt, y'all. Just go and, and just get a lick of the highway like it's a salt lick, and you're a hamster in some sort of demented just god-awful pet supplies minus where it's just underfunded and for some reason they got the guinea pigs and with the boa constrictor and for some reason they get along and it's just the whole thing and you look around and you don't want to be in an animal cage and you don't even know anything about boa constrictors but there you are curled up and all you can do when you're in this cage this metaphorical cage that we live in where people just say, if you don't like it, just lay down. And I don't know what accent that was, but that's what it was, baby. That's what it was. People act like you can just leave, you know, just leave the country. I was talking to someone. They said if they were facing three years of, of prison time, they said they would flee the country. I almost quit being their friend instantly. It was hard, man. Three years? Shoot, I worked three years at a job that was killing me inch by inch. I probably lost a couple centimeters off the top of the dome piece because how heavy it weighed on my shoulders. But do you think I ever even contemplated just, you know, taking the easy way out? I mean, that's something I thought of when I was younger, metaphorically speaking, but it's just not options. Once you know somebody who either kills himself or just does something so irreconcilable that they can't be where they are you re quickly realize that even though they might have had that desire i don't think it created the effect they imagined or idealized now who am i to say i'm not in the head of anybody who's never died ahead anymore but i'm just saying it, it helped me it didn't yeah help me help me realize that that's not me you know and that being sad is okay but i don't have to you know do nothing about it i can just kind of sit on it and that was a lot of this pod, you know, it was just, I lived alone for, for a hot minute, you know, and, uh, I just had never done that before. I never had that much time to myself, literally just had to start talking to myself. And what kind of was weird with what happened this summer is I think y'all more kind of got a peek of, uh, like who I was maybe a couple years ago. Um, really this, the spree of this summer kind of reminded me of like when I went on tour uh, in 2009 playing the uh, acoustic folk punk stuff. It's out there. If you can find it, you can find it. DM me. I'll send you a link to the band camp. Uh, what do I have to lose? Uh, honestly, the, the more of me that you're messing with, the better, fam. Um, but I put away the phone. The devil box pulling away my mind. I'm trying to help the people boot. Gosh, guys, I'm just so popular. My mom won't stop texting me. It's pretty sweet. Uh, actually, no, my mom doesn't text me back sometimes. She's a, she's a caller. so And sometimes she listens to this pod, so I know if I said that, then she'd probably say, hey, when's the last time I texted you and you didn't text me? And uh, she'd have to drop the mic on him then. Squatchy, are you actually going to hit the drop there, or are you going to put it in post? Anyways, y'all, what can I say? Boone's a place for people who, you know, probably have uh i i i i just don't know how to put it it's a place full of people who were inland and wanted to go to the mountains i mean and a lot of those people are like really it's either they're really physically active or they're they're going to hide out in the caves out there you know what i'm saying uh it was really reminiscent of like when i was in carborough chapel hill after finishing college but you know it's like our buddies were still hanging around, you know, and there's just that period of time where like everybody in the town is like severely over certified because it's basically a degree mill. I mean, everybody earns their degrees, but the fact that somebody shows up there for four years and invests into the economy emotionally, financially, however you want to put it, they're tied down. And when it's time and, and the, the, the ties that bind are clipped and they're allowed to spread their wings and fly away to good old home they forgot how to get home they got so spun up they just end up maybe going to the the sand hills by accident and thinking they went home there's a lot of flatter turf out here man uh my car is a beast at the beach but in the mountains it's humbling i realize how much uh you know mechanical engineering has increased the engine's abilities uh and I don't know how people used to get up the mountains before then. I mean, 
there was a stretch where there weren't even horses on this continent, which is probably my favorite useless fact to tell kids, mainly because they don't believe it. And then I asked them to prove me wrong. And that's part of the reason why I still like this job and why I'm still in it, even though the pay scale for someone, to be honest, of my qualifications and education tier is relatively less than what I could do. But where else could you teach a kid that adults, number one, could be wrong, and number two, how to prove it wrong? That was like the the secret sauce to me wanting to do well in school. Once I realized that some of these people teaching me were just schmucks who acted like they knew things they didn't, I'll be honest, man. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I never have really tried to hold myself back on this podcast before, but um, I'm just saying it really provided the turbo to to my uh, my engine to help me kind of get ahead in school. I was depressed as a kid, man. I, I hated school. I hated elementary school. I went to a Christian school. I used to get beat up and, you know, I, I that's a whole other. I don't know. I mean, this isn't therapy. That's not the purpose of this podcast. But let me just say, I didn't have fun in school as a kid. I was sad. My parents could tell. I, they could tell. It's just, uh, and then, so they figured they'd get me in sports. And then they ended up getting me into a school where, like, you actually change classes and have some electives and stuff. And I just began to flourish. I mean, I was still a clown. I was still the butt of most of the good jokes that year um, at Carter Christian Academy. And actually, I, I, I did a two-year stint at Carter before uh, getting in at the big house over at Greenwood Middle at that yay, yay public school, which kind of maybe influenced my current career trajectory. But I just didn't like school, man. I didn't like it. School was always kind of a game to me. It's a game that is in the way of the game I want to play, whether it's money, getting my parents out of my hair, having people think that I was successful or Maybe having people look past the fact that my parents were broke. And by the time I was finishing high school, my dad was in community college and my mom was a public school teacher. There's nothing ashamed of that. It's just when you're in the uh, the AP or honors classes at a small school, those kids got parents who are lawyers, doctors, estheticians. I don't know, strippers probably. You know, who knows? I don't know everybody's story. I, there were kids in there that had a way harder time than me. Uh, undocumented individuals, I mean... I I knew some kids uh, at my high school who literally walked to this country. So, you know, who am I? But who else can I speak on except for myself? And where else are you but here now to be with me? So I've just got to be humble and accept that for what it is. The point is, once I got to eighth grade, I had a teacher named Ms. Whaley. And she just, I she just, I can't explain it, man. I think she just kind of saw me for who I was. And, uh. And she didn't just try to teach me facts. She just tried to help me think, you know, differently or help teach me how to think, which is always my argument. You've heard it on this podcast, but it really just came from her. It came from her just being encouraging. Like we would be doing a project. They're like, interview someone you look up to. And somebody's like, I interviewed my grandma. And uh, somebody else is like, I interviewed, um, you know, I don't know, the crossing guard or whatever, which actually I think. They did not have a crossing guard when I was in school, but a kid got hit at that intersection, so they did for a while, which is, that's morbid, but I never knew what happened to him. Anyways, the point is, she just challenged me, and, um, you know, when you get older, and you're looking around, and you try to imagine, like, at that point, when I was considering going to college, there was no plan B. It was, like, be a musician, but, you know, there was no not going to school either because I had invested so much in the into being, uh, I don't know. I didn't really invest that much, I'll be honest. But I cared enough to, to do well. Does that make sense? I mean, I never was just grinding at school, but also, like, I was a cheater, you know, like, if, if it could be done. And that sounds bad. And, and that's part of why my parents moved me from the first school because the teachers there weren't even teaching. You know, and you could check your own answers. And what's going to happen when you give a smart kid a book with the answers and tell him to check the his hard work against the correct answers? I mean, come on, y'all. Not rocket science. I mean, but, you know, I had a teacher who believed in me. Miss Whaley, she gave me books that she told me. Well, actually, my mom and her, my mom was always communicating with my teachers, probably more than I ever knew. You know, if they were good teachers and, and my mom was doing her motherly momness well, you know, but. 
she gave me uh, books that she could have gotten fired for giving me. And just, you know, she just said, talk to your mom and see what she thinks and be honest with me. Because if you're not, it could get me in a lot of trouble. And the fact that she treated me, a uh, 13-year-old kid with enough trust and respect to, to say something like that, really just showed me that, like, I mean, I don't know, you know, make a judgment for what you will of that. But the fact is, I became, I fell in love with reading. I wanted to become a writer, a screenplay writer. Ended up folding that into music and, you know, la da I will have more interviews. I'd say it's probably going to be 40% guests, 60% me in the future. But I just want to say thanks. And, you know, if you ever want to talk to me about anything, I mean, I know this is a podcast and... I know it seems self-serving, but, like, if you ever want to reach out, you know, I don't have to read it on the air or whatever. I just like people, and I like trying to help people. And I think I realize, like, you know, giving someone a gift gets me, like, three times of the enjoyment out of a buck than, you know, buying something for myself. Because I think if we could just kind of live together a little more and try to look out for one another, especially within the arts community, um, and, you know, with my current career, I mean... Like I, I, I have said before, teachers are pretty much the uh, like the filter between. I mean, it, it sucks because for a lot of kids, by the time they get into the system, it's too it's I don't want to say too late, but the trauma is um, I think tantamount. I think that might be the word I'm looking for. Might not be, but let's look it up, actually. Let's have a quiz to see. Uh, what's da 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 Define tantamount. And uh, tantamount is an adjective equivalent in serious to or virtually the same as. So basically, I was not using that correctly. Anyways, if this were school, I'd go, hey, that's how you find the meaning to any word on Google. Bing, bang, boom. But it's just... I, I just want to help people. And I realize, like, you know, however long I stay in the game with teaching and whatever it is I end up doing after, whether it's, I mean, whatever it is, you know, I want to keep my options open. And I'm not I'm not done with teaching. I'm just saying I realize that whether, you know, as many jokes as I like to make, I've, I clearly have stayed in teaching, you know, about eight years now, I believe, since Wayne Community College because I like it. I mean... I can make jokes about the summers are nice, the weekends, and all those things are benefits. But, you know, enjoying the summer and the weekends, is, that's not necessarily mutually exclusive with uh, wanting to help the community or find some sort of purpose in this, you know, whatever we got going on on this tennis ball that's being flung through the universe because, y'all, it's getting wild out here. I, I don't know if you're looking around, but, you know, the more I do, the more I want to keep my head down and just do me. And that's, that's kind of what this pod's about. And that's kind of what makes me glad that um, that you're, you've chosen to be here today. And so, I mean, sincerely, thank you. Um, this podcast has been life-changing, and it's always going to be kind of personal to me. And I, you know, in the plans I'm making, um, I started to work on the Patreon. actually lost a uh, a crazy first Patreon episode, probably for the better that I lost it. Uh, I still have some pieces, but I think I'm just going to uh, fold it away maybe for a documentary one day. But um, you know, the way I envision it is that Boothin is always just going to be that extension of myself. I was talking to uh, – I met, I met so many great people in Boone. Actually, um, before the, this episode is kind of starting to wind down, I did want to say um, just thank you to all these people in Boone who really helped me out. Um, Rob, dude, you're a real one. Thank you so much for the painting. I love you, bro. I believe your partner's name was Kate, but I could be wrong. Either way, you know, thank you to both of you so much for letting me into your home. You really saved me and you introduced me to cool people. And probably the most important thing is you make amazing music that people are going to, you know, really enjoy for a long time. And I'm just proud to be able to even consider collaborating with you or have you consider working with me. Ryan, you're real cool too, man. I wish I could have seen you again. John from Self Help, I love you, man. I love you like a brother, and thank you so much for for believing me. And I just can't can't wait for you know what what I'm trying to work on for next summer. Uh, Tyler, you're a real one. Sorry if I speak to you by saying you look like my uh, my dead friend Ned Vizzini, but it just kind of threw me for a loop, man. But you're good people, and I'd love to hear 
uh, the Rocky River Nightmare Band. I think I might have that right. Uh, Von Diva, you're awesome. Uh, Kayla, it was awesome to meet you. Meow, meow. Carly, keep it wavy. And uh, that dude at the party who makes beats in Logic, who's programmed as that dude at the party who makes beats in Logic. It's nice to meet you. And I hope I eventually gain the courage to ask for your formal government title. Anyways, it's just, you know, just being thankful is like something I've really, really, really tried to work on. And it's hard. It's hard. I had a moment last night, though, and it, it's weird because, like, I don't know. I just, used to have, I just used to be so bitter. I used to be so bitter. It's so much work to be bitter, y'all. I mean, it's a that saying, it's a bitter pill. I mean, I'd rather, you know, uh, eat, you know, a handful of fish oil than be bitter, man. It's, it's tough out here to, to, to walk around frowning under these masks, y'all. They can't see your face. They don't even know. My eyes already look like they're frowning. I don't even got to do it with my mouth for for people to get the vibe that I've just lived a long and hard life. But, well, long and hard in my own respective sense. I, my life's actually been a, uh, you know, a patty cake walk. But I be walking and I be caking. And sometimes I meet people named Patty and all that stuff. So make of it what you will. Thank you, Based God. It's just, I just, I, I can't explain what's happening with my life and with music. but. I'm just thankful, and I, the fact that you're here just lets me know that you probably have something you're able to be thankful for, you know, people you know, people who, who might even connected you with this content, and I'm just on that train where I'm just constantly trying to tell my friends I love them, I'm trying to FaceTime with whoever wants to talk to me within the bounds of my productivity, and I'm just trying to stay connected to people because, honestly, if you're not connected to the people around you, a lot of us aren't connected to the earth. I mean, we're so distanced from any sense of a natural life that it really, I, I do get the whole black mirror thing where we're like, we, this is not natural. This, this existence we've kind of cultivated, but it's fun, you know? So that's why we're boothing, right? Let's see. Um, I'm almost done, but thank you uh, again. Let's see. Going through my notes here. Ah, here's a little random thought I had. Um, well, how's your odometer? Yeah, what's your mileage? How far along are you? You know, um, people always want to focus on how far they travel to get somewhere, but rarely when you encounter them are they focused enough on where they're going. I honestly don't like to dwell on my past much. I think maybe I've done it a bit much in this podcast, but... I mean, my past is kind of like the uh, the bucket of sand from which I get to build a castle and tear it down with the traditional ceremonial y'all y'all booth and verse freestyle at the end of every episode. So what can I do but keep building and keep burning? And what can you do but keep throwing logs on the flames? I'm working on a Patreon, y'all. That's just straight out, straight up, straight down, and straight around. And not even straight at all. It's just all wavy, baby. And it's going to be super cool. Um... I think it's gonna. I'm thinking I'm gonna have three tiers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have like a cup of coffee tier, like a diehard tier, and then there's just gonna be something ridiculous. And um, I've already started to work on the content for it. But my plan, um, for you to like see how it's gonna work is for me to get a month or two, at least one month of the Patreon under my belt. I'd like to do two, knowing myself, and then you'll see like this whole uh, universe of booth and related content behind a paywall that requires like at least $2 to get the bottom of the feed. Uh, and you know, we'll be doing live streams, freestyle sessions where like y'all are throwing the words, they pop up on the screen and I have to use them. Um, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I have a, anyways, I, I, like I said, I don't like to talk too much about the future. Just know it's coming whether or not you're ready for it. And so you might as well be preparing, you know I mean? Hey, I'm trying to do the best I can. If you can meet me halfway, maybe we can make this whole gravy train float out on a little bit of a better biscuit. You know what I'm saying? Because, guys, this ain't it, man. We got we got love on each other a little more. Uh, and I know love's not the answer. I know that's just such a simplistic flower child hippie thing, you know. Back when people realized, you know, sometime in that era after uh, people realized that you could procreate without being married, and the hippies thought making love would be enough to distract making war. We ended up somewhere so far down the crooked step along the rigid 
outer edge of acceptability that now people can probably make love and war from the same time with an Xbox controller wired to a drone. So on that note, keep it wavy. Keep the love. I'm y'all, y'all. Please call the booth line, y'all. It still exists. I know I've had guests, but uh, what I'm looking for now, here's my question to you all. Okay, and this is very specific. I'm looking for places to travel. Okay, so um, I'm trying to keep it honestly limited to south, you know, east coast to southeast, not the northeast, though. I can't make it up past New York or even Pennsylvania, really. But I'm looking for vacation destinations. And what I'm going to do with the Patreon is I'm going to book a Airbnb once a month and I'm going to turn it into a studio session. So let's say the budget uh, provided by the Patreon gives me eventually like, you know, 500 a month. Well, that would definitely at least cover the Airbnb. But once the Patreon grows, what I want to do with that money or at least an initial amount of it um Let's say it gets too much, then I'll have to I'll have to figure out what to do with all that money. But basically, I'm interested in going on a vacation once a month. I know that sounds like the most bougie thing ever, but honestly, I've kind of assessed my life, my job, how I like to do things anyways, and how I like to be around my friends. And I basically do that anyways. I basically go somewhere with someone and make some music. Uh, what I'm trying to do with the Patreon and with the music is just afford... The Booth and, uh, you know, Records community, the Booth and Verse, uh, the whole squad, the opportunity to come and make music that's not financially at a loss. So all we have to do is gain from there. And I think once you can kind of alleviate that burden of stress for like, how will I get there for artists or all the other layers? You know, like I've said before, I think being an artist is just trying to minimize the layers between yourself and expression. Uh, all the little bumpers along the way between the ping pong ball from your soul and the flipper up top of the gizzard. You know what I'm saying? That old stairway to hit or heaven. So as we go into the celestial zeppelized ether, we are booth. Yeah. And stay here because Yo. the freestyle's coming mm. and it's going to be a dizzy dazzy doozy. All right. So don't sleep, y'all. I'm y'all young. Hey. Once again, it's just that good. I want to start off. Say shout out to Cole, man. How'd I forget you, dude? You're so real. You're basically the third me. And honestly, sometimes I wonder how I might feel if I'm surrounded by more of me. Uh, more of you, more of me, more of everything I see, more I bet, where I be, more than everything I've been. Stack it up, break it down to the atoms and the molecules. Judge me.
John Silva, what's up? What's up? What's up, Cole? What up, damn Scar boys? I might have to run it back one more. One more again. <laughs> one more again. I had to get a little closer to the mic. I don't want to strain my voice. I, I've been, I've really been working hard to make the, my album as good as possible. Title TBD. Date TBD. Artist, yeah, that's me. Okay. Hey, that might even be able to begin a little, a little flow. I win when I pull it, cause I'm always cheating. Who am I kidding? 
So when I call on, this is my mama get charged. Yeah. Okay. Phone car. Phone car. One last time. One last time. believe I do genuinely mean that somewhere from the bottom of my gullet um I don't know why I'm even trying to talk vaguely in this matter except I personally find it slightly satisfactory and rewarding maybe in the most tenaciously uh, vaguely related categories of ASMR anyways y'all thanks for listening to Boothin uh, I'm y'all y'all I love ya uh, call me Leave a message, a question. I'm looking to give good love advice and good car advice. Since I've never worked on a car in my life, I think they say the best way to learn something is by doing. So simply call me with your advice, and I will be like car talk, except I will know nothing about the vehicle and will only speak vaguely. And kind of these obtuse metaphors when you look at them through the corner of your eye, you almost think you're seeing something that's not even there, but perhaps sometimes you get the sense it's staring at you. Anyways, if you know, you know, and if you don't, you don't. So y'all for one and one for y'all. And call 910-718-4442. Follow at Boothin, B-O-O-T-H-I-N underscore P-O-D. Yes, we're talking about P-O-D. It's in I just want to Anyways, I'm feeling hammy and spammy, but most of all, I ain't on the lammy. So I'll be right back here next week, y'all. I love ya. Almost as much as I love a hot coffee and cold bang energy drink, we are boothing, y'all. Hit me with a review if you want, and boom, if I forgot any of you, just know I love you, and I'll be back soon. And if any of y'all are trying to wild out come Labor Day, holler at me. Let's hit the studio. Let's make some tracks happen. All right, and uh, thank you to Self Help for the music and RJ Hauser for the classic show art as always. All right. Whoop, whoop. We are moving.